This is disconversion <laughs> therapy. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hello, people. This is Deconversion Therapy, the podcast, and talking to you now is Bonnie, and talking to you now is... Karen. Hello, beloveds. Karen's the one you know uh, by her Facebook, no, her TikTok uh, content. Yeah, go find us there. But I will say, everything that I put there is me. It doesn't always represent Bonnie, nor the podcast. So we're trying something. We'll see. Who knows? Oh, so it's like a disclaimer. It's a disclaimer. Like now, the, I the, the opinions and comments opinions <laughs> here uh, negative comments do go to Bonnie, but <laughs> it will be my Thanks. opinions. Trolls can have my <laughs> private account. Yep, and we get Aww. trolls on there, and once in a while on Instagram, I just delete everyone. Doesn't bother me. But I've decided now I'm going to leave up one every once in a while just so people sort of know, yeah, you get pushback. That's fine. That's good. All right. Trolls scare me because um, they should have other things to do. Oh, yeah. No. In life. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. Do you not have jobs? No. I don't know. I think those capital rioters do get like an hour on the computer and the libraries. <laughs> so. God. Find us in all the places that you would find people. So we talked about TikTok. There's a great Facebook private group that people just got led into recently. And um, sometimes, you know, I don't like that we're on video because I just watched Karen scratch her nose. I itch. (laughs) Didn't you, when COVID started, realize, oh, my God, how much does my nose itch? I think I... What's happening? I conquered it in a week, and now that I have my first shot, I am fine to just... I am... Scratch No, my, my parts are always itching. All you know, the eyes, any any part that has a membrane that I shouldn't touch, Let's, I'm like I gotta on touch it. Face, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, great private Facebook group where people are very supportive of one another, and people tell funny stories and put a lot of memes up there. And um, uh, so that one, you just have to answer a couple questions, and you'll be allowed in. Should you answer correctly? (laughs) Uh, That's not true either. Well, a lot of people Um, came from, I think, the viral TikTok we did. And it was like, you know, Sally wants to join. And the two questions, you know, generally, how do you describe your religious beliefs? And we let them in if they're Christian, whatever. Um, And they say something. And then it's like, have you listened to our podcast? The ones that come over from TikTok, we got a bunch and a batch, and it was just, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> we don't care. Awesome. We just want you to rate and review. We, you don't have to listen. Just go to the link. We don't yeah. care. But um, the the thing is, like, uh, maybe the people listening to this aren't watching you do your TikTok thing, so tell them what your comment was. I think I did the one about, yeah, yeah, it was the guy who did the shooting in Atlanta of uh, mostly Asian Americans, and his excuse was that he had a sexual addiction. Of course, he was shooting the mostly women or people working at massage parlors 
because they were temptations that were aggravating said sexual addiction. And he was a Christian at a Baptist church. Um, and so the suggestion was, instead of killing innocent people, why don't you do the biblical thing, which in Matthew is to cut off whatever appendage is causing you offense. And I yeah. think a lot of people, at least on TikTok, really like the idea of men cutting their dicks off because it was <laughs> very popular. <laughs> so I'm always trying to figure out why does this take off this tweet or that thing or whatever. And yeah. it's fascinating um, the things that do. By the way, it's complete bullshit that you had to clarify which shooting you're talking about. I don't think we don't know that. I know. That's this. Uh, this is ridiculous. We're going to go back to this nonsense. <sighs> COVID's over. After. So <laughs> that's that's now we're going back to America. Yeah. My other my other thing is um, for all the people bitching about how awful gun control would be we'll like we'll get we'll get to fixing it so fix the problem you had four years in charge of making any rule you wanted you could have fixed it then if you had great ideas but guess what you probably didn't so why don't we just try something else maybe it won't work maybe it will maybe it will decrease and that's the thing we'll never know If, you know, one person who was going to do something decides not to due to new, you know, laws where they have more time to think about their anger and it dissipates uh, because they just play a lot of Fortnite and get it out on, uh, you know, eight-year-old kids that they're yelling at or whatever. But those are the things like we'll never know the answer to lots of things about what works and what doesn't. But I say, yes, we shall try. Yeah, I just don't get why we can't try some things. We should. Every, everybody, I, I don't know. There's just so much arguing going on. I know, so shut up. In life. I know. Okay. That's what I said. That's my nature. Like, shut up. All right. <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> like, go crazy. Um, all right, so we covered Tikataka mm-hmm. and Facebook and then there is Twitter, which is our least um, uh, happy, friendly place. I, and that's okay. But yeah. we have a little presence there. I think the, um, the best thing I get out of it when I do things there is um, uh, that's where I interact with not as many, quote, listeners as other people who do podcasts or, you know, stuff like that. It's just That's interesting. And it. then the the lovely Instagram, which is usually happy and full of stickers and animated things and just funniness, and it's just a lot more joyous. It's a joy. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I, I, I was behind somebody in traffic today, and it said, like, choose joy on the back of their car. And I was like, I wonder if that is something they really, really do every day or if it was just you know a whim and they forgot that they have choose joy on the back of their car i know because <laughs> if you, they're not smiling if you look at them it's <laughs> that'd be me yeah. you didn't do it, it says choose joy but she clearly has resting bitch face or is she really <laughs> upset about something yeah i think i told you about a friend of mine who uh 
was a therapist, and he one of his things is anger management. And he bought these magnets for his car that you put on the side that's like, you know, anger issues. <laughs> I'm glad you laughed. Now I never sneeze like a monster. <laughs> okay, so your friend. Yes. <clears throat> So he had the magnets on the side, and they say, angry, you know, call, call me, therapist, blah, blah, blah. Well, while he's driving, they kept blowing off. They kept catching the wind and blowing off, and he would get out and be cussing and picking them up and so freaking mad and slapping them on the side. Um, yeah. That reminds me of um, when I lived in Los Angeles, on the way to work every day, I would pass a bus bench with Rory Posen, realtor, on it. And it was just a green background in his big old face. (laughs) It was like a blank palette for anybody with a marker of any kind. So his eyeballs were erased one day. And we had this whole scenario of like, oh, my God, Rory's all pissed off again. God damn. And calling his assistant, get a new bus bench add out (laughs) our other place that we're congregating now is for people who subscribe which means sponsor our podcasts and the things we do and we so appreciate it it's embarrassing um it's seven dollars a month we send out two newsletters and this is our first drawing because we're working with illumin idols that does the celebrity saints candles so i am going to do a drawing live now. <gasps> oh my gosh. Is it's it exciting. live? I get to and watch. Let me so see. wait, is it going to go live now and then people will hear the replay of it when this is Well, see, the up? fun thing is my yeah. idea is to, to, I can't hear you now, so I don't know what you're <gasps> saying. Then how did you answer my question? What is the question? That. <laughs> Okay, so you can talk, and now people can hear both of us. Seriously? Yes. On the Instagram? So I have a mug here. It's the Right Like Ooh. a Motherfucker mug that from Cheryl Strayed. You can look that up. But I have all the names of our subscribers, and I'm going to pick out who shall win the candle. Oh, and it me. will be... <laughs> Someone that's a last name or one of the names. Oh, I know this person has shilling in it. And we're going to contact you, shilling. And um, then you get to pick out whatever candle you want from Illumin Idols. And you're the first winner. And it feels good to, like, give something to other people. That is so fun. Pick Jason Bateman. Oh, see. No, you can pick what you he want. He doesn't. Oh, I, I thought you meant pick Jason Bateman as the winner of our no. of our thing. I'm like, I think we're going to stick, gonna stick with the people who <laughs> support us. Um, but yeah, so I'll get in contact with this person. They can pick out whatever candle, and we're going to do that every month. Um, and that's it. Awesome. Yeah. And my dog decided she was going to hop up on my chair right when you did the drawing. So Martha says hi. Hello, Plartha. Okay, so uh, 
So this is the show that people have been requesting. And when I hinted at it on, on our Instagram, I probably got 15 to 20 uh, direct messages all excited about us doing this guy. It's Dave Ramsey, your favorite financial guru. And what did you tell me before we started recording? That he and I used to date? Yes, that one. That um, that everything I looked up about him on YouTube, it just looked like money advice. Correct. I mean, there was some stuff about um, how he views wealth. Uh, what's that called? The the rich. Oh um, no, the I have no vocabulary. There was something regarding his views on the prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. and um, there was something. <laughs> there was some. It, there, it was not a lot of Jesus talk. It was, you know, the biblical path to investing. And then they, on the shows, they hauled out some Bible verses. What offended me most was that they used a song that I really liked, Baker Street by <laughs> Jerry Rafferty. That's another story. Right. So you were saying, like, I don't get why we're doing this show. Yeah, but Karen said she would do the heavy lifting and that I could learn more about him. And why are our listeners saying, yeah, do Dave Ramsey? So you're going to tell me. <laughs> I am. So did you get to, like, hear his voice and, like, the way he oh, does yeah. things? How would you describe it? Um, masculine? Yes, <laughs> it is. Um I was looking at his face a lot, too, because it was all video. Um, he did one of those rants in the car, uh. which always cracks me up. Um, and people were calling with, you know, like, when do I take my Social Security? Yeah. And basically, I learned this, <laughs> that if you take your Social Security early and vest all of it up until when you actually do take it, your return will probably be a little bit more than if you took it at a later date. Well, so take it early is what he says. And I think... He didn't say God said. You're ready to go ahead and apply to his Financial Peace University, also known as FPU, which a lot okay. of my friends have done. So, okay. he He's very... When you said masculine, to me, he's like Dr. Phil... But that he, when he's being biting or things like that, he'll have a smile in that way that makes you want to punch people when they're being sort of like, you shouldn't be doing that. But with a smile on, that really Yeah, it's like a smile that's kind of like they're laughing at you. Right. Not with you. Correct. So he's very, um, like you said, masculine and... Uh, all that. So who is Dave Ramsey, you ask? All right. So he's had seven best-selling books. He started, he went to the same university my daughter did way before, UT. And by the time he was 26 years old, he had a real estate portfolio of $4 million, which is pretty, I would say, good. That's impressive. Uh, at 26, I was telling monks how they could become Christians. Um, we both... Get saved. <laughs> looks like he and I were both failures 
at what we were doing. Um, so he lost everything by the time he was 30, and he began to reteach himself and all that. And then he... They say people who bust out, you know, like that, who just blow up their life savings or, you know, their success, that they can do it again because they're not afraid to take the chances. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it, like that risky behavior type thing that people have. So, and I think his is like audacity too, but not the good audacity that's the title of Barack Obama's book, but the bad <laughs> audacity. Um, okay, so now the balls. Hmm. Balls. He has. Oh, I don't want to think about this. Um, so he has seven best-selling books. He has 14 million listeners every week, which is huge. That's a lot. His yeah. radio show is syndicated, 600 radio stations. And he does sort of yell. I always remember him yelling, uh, don't shop in stores without concrete floors. That was a popular one. What does that mean? Like, do your shopping at Costco. <laughs> like, don't, uh, don't, uh, only suckers oh, by retail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was telling everybody to, like, buy a house outright. Don't have a mortgage. He really doesn't want you to have a mortgage. Right. And, I mean, it's not bad. Like, his whole thing is don't, like, people will say don't rely on credit cards. His is do not own a credit card. Cut them up. Don't own them. And everything is be out of debt. And he's got his trademark snowball, you know, little way that you can work things to get out of debt. And people really do. Like, they pay off if they really commit themselves. He gives them guidance. And and Clark Howard gives this guidance, too. Wait. Other people give Get out of debt <laughs> guidance? I know. Um, yeah, he's based in Atlanta. We all love Clark Howard in Atlanta. Well, that's the thing. Like, there, there's a billion alternatives to this guy, but he started blowing up, and he says he uses biblical principles to, you know, bring people um, financial information and that— he feels his calling isn't really just to help people with their money, but of course, impact them with God and Jesus and all that, which, all right. By way of their money? By way of his That's radio just... show, just putting it in their hearts. So like his book, Financial Peace, it would have ways to do your budgets and all this information, but it would also have God talk in it. Yeah, God talk. That's always, yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Um, one of the first, like, cracks in his system was in 2014. The Daily Beast, which I love, talked about that Ramsey, Dave Ramsey, started lashing out to his employers about former employers so there were some former employers who were discussing the working conditions at his company on, like, Facebook and Twitter. And I think they even had a private Facebook group. And he 
infiltrated the private Facebook uh. group. <laughs> and then he started actually offering cash rewards to anyone who would identify some of the members who had opened up these anonymous Twitter accounts to say, you know, this is really what this guy's like. Um, so actually, he was like placing a bounty on the heads of tell me who these people are and you will get money from me. Oh, so these were former employees of his. Yes, that were disgruntled. Okay. That would set up, okay. yeah. And so he was really... Oh, wait. Okay. So that makes sense why he was doing some kind of a rant in a car, again, about if you don't like a place to work and you don't like their ethics, then quit. He says, uh, staying at a place that you don't respect says more about you than it does about them. And I'm like, what? That's... No, it doesn't. People need jobs. He totally... Hands off the problem. So that's a defensive thing. Oh, he... Okay. The child's defensive. So if the idiot like me had just watched it only, uh, you know, maybe I would go along with that and quit my job. That's it. Like, there's tons... The whole thing was that he said was, this is a free country. You can quit. I'm like, well, no, I kind of have to pay bills. Oh, well, then I'm sorry... I can't just quit. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you uh, what he said about the stimulus check, but I'll get to that later. Yeah, so when that came out, it was sort of like the first sort of crack in things because his company was growing and growing. And what he does is churches buy packages sort of of his Financial Peace University or his books or whatever it is. And people do training sessions. And of course, the money filters back to him. But it started growing really well because they marketed it to churches and sort of Yeah, you got your built-in organized audience. Yep. So by that so by that logic, you and I could come up with something like uh, how to shave crosses into your head with your clippers at home and market it to churches and then you know, who would criticize that? But then See? We could sell packages. We've never with videos. come up with our good idea yet. I thought we were supposed to package this podcast and send it to churches. So that's <laughs> sure. what I've been doing for <laughs> first troll church of <laughs> Atlanta. So yeah, so you know, growing, growing, um, and. St- started an actual company and their employees and it starts getting bigger and bigger right now he's up to 950 employees so it's a big situation yeah um but more things started happening and more things have started to come out but mostly it's been since about 2018 and or this 2015 and after so i'm going to jump around a little bit Bit, but when someone gets hired there, they go through months of an application period because months. months they have to come in. Some guy said he had to go in 10 times, and one of the things you have to do is bring your spouse in. And 
Exactly. I see that. What if you puzzle. got no spouse? <laughs> you find one ungodly shrew. <laughs> so exactly. Um, I'm sure that they would ask you, you know, why? What do you think? You know, are you dating someone? Da da da. Because they say they live by this righteous moral code. So they check out the spells to make sure there are no crazy ones in the hen house, so to speak. How are they going to know that? How do they check them out? What do they do? They interview the spouses, too, and they ask them to bring in their family budget. Uh, They say, we don't believe in credit cards. So, you know, if you're with us, cannot use any credit cards, cannot own credit cards, all that. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, it gets worse. Yeah. But that's that's funny because I mean, you don't have to believe everything that your company does just to work for a company. Although I'm going back to the video that he said where he was talking. Oh my god, it's all it's all making sense now. He was talking about how his father screamed and pitched a fit because he worked for Alcoa Aluminum and somebody in the family was using Reynolds wrap and he strung out all the Reynolds wrap and said, you know, no, the Alcoa's been good to our family, and you can't use another brand of aluminum in this household. And he said, yeah, it was extreme, but people aren't loyal anymore. And now I'm realizing he's talking about his people. Oh, he is so things are imploding, and he is losing his shit. Um, yeah, he see. wants loyalty, just like... A cult leader. Exactly. And people say that it can be very cult-like. So let's, I'm going to bring up one person. So in 2019, someone named Caitlin O'Connor was a former employee, and now she's actually filed a lawsuit against them because she was fired for being pregnant because she wasn't married. And that violated... The Ramsey Solutions Employee Conduct Policies. Well, I mean, she probably signed it. Okay, so if she had gotten pregnant and had an abortion, then she wouldn't be pregnant anymore. Exactly. So she could keep her job. But, I mean, she did sign it, which, you know, in a court of law, you have to go, you signed this. Did you not read what you signed? I don't think it stands up legally, according to some things that we'll get into, but um, you, you'll hear Cause more fun. Well, pregnancies could be accidental. Uh, that's not what I tell my children. <laughs> um, absolutely. So here's another case. So. I think I told you about this. Um, last December, COVID was raging. And during that time, Dave Ramsey was going to hold an annual Christmas party in the middle of all that going on. And he found out that on that day, a complaint was filed with the Franklin Health Department alleging that the caterers that were hired for the event were actually instructed not to wear masks or gloves while serving. Now, a lot of caterers wear gloves anyway, but the company actually confirmed it with an NBC affiliate that, yep, 
we absolutely told them, you know, the, the food service people were no maskers, so don't do any of that. So they don't have the option to. That's weird. I guess. To protect themselves. Okay, that's weird. The woman who was pregnant, her attorney's name is Heather Collins, and they wrote that the incident began when the pregnant woman requested the FMLA paperwork for the birth of her child so she could, you know, take the time off since her pregnancy is was considered a geriatric pregnancy. So, who knows? She's 31. Who knows? Um, <laughs> She's not 31. <laughs> but after she requested the paperwork, the Ramsey Solution Board requested a meeting with her where they told her she would no longer be working for the company. So, Mrs. O'Connell finally had a meeting with the head of HR and the board members And they informed her, yep, she was terminated due to her pregnancy for violation of the, quote, company conduct because she wasn't married. Um, So they were basically telling her, don't have sex because you're not married. Don't have sex. Don't tell us. Don't ask for time off. Maybe have the baby while giving financial advice i'm not really sure well i don't want to spoil it but there was a certain tv show where somebody was pregnant and didn't know it until the very end so maybe that's what they wanted get sick at your lunch hour go oh i gotta go home be in the hospital have a baby swing back in the next monday that's what you have to do so during the whole covid shit storm In March, which now it's been a year for all of us, Ramsey Solutions had about 100 cases of COVID. So that's a freaking lot for a company to have 100 people who had it. And, um, well, none of them are wearing masks and they've got the protection of Jesus. Um, Yeah, and Jesus wasn't in the mood to do any more for them. Uh, But at the beginning, so the company allowed the staff to work from home for the initial weeks when everything in the pandemic, everything was shutting down. hard to shut down. yeah. Yeah. And so people could work from home really well. But then the HR director did a video because they love talking over video. And he said, you know, we're not really a work from home employer. Can... We be a work-from-home employer for a short period of time? Sure. But are we going to? No. And even Dave Ramsey would go on his show ranting, quote, you would think that the Black Plague was coming through the U.S. listening to people whine, he told his audience. You guys have lost your mind out there. And then he went on to say that the virus only affected the weak and infirm. And that everyone else should get on with their business oh, and that they should keep, you know, all their events rolling or that they and that they weren't going to give any refunds. So they were having an event, a live event in May of last year. Oh, where people had to pay to go to like a conference or something. Yeah, because they have a lot of like how to be a great leader bullshit things where you pay a lot of money. And so he said, um, he was saying this 
on his radio show, I think. He said, we have a lot of people calling in. They're wanting to cancel stuff for the live event in May. Let me tell you how much of your money I'm going to give you back if you don't come for the if you don't come for the due to the coronavirus in May. Zero. I'm keeping your money. You are a wuss. Not kind. It it does not. There's that masculine thing that I'm not real fond of that's coming out (laughs) of these God people. No, I'm not real fond of. (laughs) (laughs) So they were also having a cruise because cruises are really good during COVID. (laughs) Oh, my God. the, The name of it was... Live like no one else, which <laughs> would be completely accurate on so many levels. Um, so it was scheduled, and Ramsey said, I'm going to go on the cruise, even if I have to be there, quote, by my freaking self. Um, and then it says, the cruise was later canceled. <laughs> the narrator in Arrested Development, the cruise was later canceled. <laughs> And let me just say that um, the person I get the most information from is a writer named Bob Samantha. And I might have said that somewhat correctly. I think I said Bob right. But he actually lives near me. So I don't know him, but I'm going to send this to him and just say thank you. For all this great information that he's done, because you'll see, he really sacrificed himself. So, Bob, when this is all over, I'll buy you a coffee at that coffee shop that has goats in the name down near where you live. Goats. Um, So then there was this other person. Let's call her Heather, because her name was Heather. She had asthma, which puts her at a higher risk for COVID. Right. So after learning that all the employees had to go back to the headquarters, none of them could work from home, she made what she thought was just, you know, a comment in a private Facebook post, not public, just friends. Oh, so like on your Facebook list where you choose who's friends and who's, you know, acquaintances, she was making it just to friends. I think you can, yeah, yeah. When you do your posts, you can say which audience. Right. And um, she wrote in April of last year, my husband's company wants to bring all 900 employees back ASAP when a majority can do their jobs from home. I don't understand how people don't see we're setting ourselves up for a huge second wave, ugh, People make me so angry. Mm -hmm. So pretty much she just wrote all of my 700 posts with her own (laughs) flair. Right. Um, Because, you know, she has, again, she has COVID. And because they don't really wear masks at work, if her husband brings it home, she's screwed. Yeah, she has asthma. Right. Yeah. You want to say it again? So she has asthma. (laughs) You said she had COVID. No, she does not. But you, she had asthma. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so before long, the husband gets a call from his supervisor, oh who said a coworker had reported 
Heather's comment. They screenshotted the post, sent it to whoever, and a few weeks later, the husband was fired. So in his exit interview, the head of human resources at Ramsey, who does a lot of this shit, his name's Armando Lopez, sounds like he's very nice, but he toes the line. Um, He confirmed that the cause of the firing was the wife's social media comment. Yeah. And he said, there's definitely a line in the sand that we have drawn, for good or bad, but it is a definite point that we're making. And then this is what they did, which they do a lot. They offered the guy $18,000 in severance, providing that the family would sign a non-disclosure agreement that they would never talk negatively about the company or Dave Ramsey. So this is what happens to a lot of people that they fire. Yeah. And it's like sexual harassment in, in Hollywood companies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's funny because I read something where Dave Ramsey was like, um, you know, I'm glad we're run like a Christian organization or you'd be out in one of those that are struggling with me too and harassment. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You'd be struggling with something real instead of something that you have to sign your life away to that someone else believes in. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, these people are getting fired and there's a few more fun and interesting things. Um, I personally okay. think that, one of the reasons why certain people don't like their employees working from home is because they don't trust them. They don't oh. they they don't have the ability to like keep an eye on what they're doing. And and you know what productivity schmoductivity. I don't think they care about that. I think they don't like the idea that they can't micromanage them. And it's, I think it's definitely something in this case because they already have this whole, like, we interview your spouse. You're part of the family now. Mm-hmm. They have something called a strict no-gossip policy. So <laughs> yeah, I bet. If you are worried, say you and I are, like, next to each other at our work cubicles, we can't talk about something that we read in the newsletter that came out that we're worried about our jobs, mm-hmm. that we might be, we, we're not allowed to do that. You're only allowed, can only go to your direct supervisor. Yeah. And people are saying, yeah, that no gossip policy is making people act very fake. Yeah. And hiding things. And it also means that the people who get to be in the know, there's, you know, a good old boys club of the clique of the people who know stuff. And it makes everyone else like, oh, what do they know about me? So it's like, you know, Cuba, where you're told to report or turn in people in your own family or street or whatever. That's so funny because uh, one of the people who I work with do that a lot when I say, you know, so-and-so doesn't like this, uh, this particular client. What? Who said that? Who told you that? I'm like, I'm not telling you who told me because you're going to turn around and tell someone. 
mm-hmm. but it's constantly wanting me to rat people out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's very, in this circumstance, it's just so controlling of the families and it gets even worse. Um, especially if it's like, hey, everyone needs to be a Christian. And yeah, now I'm also going to yell and uh, not act very Christian. Well, and demanding loyalty instead of earning it is so, so organized religion. Mm-hmm. We're going to demand Respect this of you. Respect is a two-way street. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got so much more to go on this. There's so many other, like, juicy little things and some fascinating stuff and other things that we can share that we're breaking this into two. So come back for Dave Ramsey Sucks Part 2. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. See you next week.